This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and in this video, I want to discuss the over-engineering problem. And then when do we consider something an over-engineered solution, right? And obviously, over-engineering is, is, a, is a wide concept, but I'm obviously referring to over-engineering in software. So in this video, I want to divide this video up into two parts, over-engineering in coding, and then going to move it up, talk about over-engineering to a higher level, which is the system design or software architecture. And then finally, I'm going to open up for you guys to like have a discussion is like what are the problems that you thought built and over engineered and what do you think that are currently an over engineered system out there how about we jump into it guys so how about we get out with the boring stuff and and define what over engineering is and according to wikipedia an over engineered system or solution is when the engineer or the the person who solves the problem tries to attempt to solve problems that the users never asked to solve, right? Or that problems that the users aren't really problems, right? The users are just willing to, to ignore these problems, but the engineer is trying to tackle these small problem that users don't really care about, right? Yeah, they are a problem, but nobody cared about them, but the user, the engineer, anyway, goes and solves them. Let's jump into the first one, actually. What is an over-engineered code, right? Or over-engineered uh, software, right? And I got into this problem back in the 90s, right? And especially in the early 2000s when I started, when, I, when, I, when object-oriented became really, really popular, at least in my age, right? I started using object-oriented, especially I started learning design pattern and I started just following these design pattern like they are a Bible, you know? You cannot, any problem that I ran into, I must follow a design pattern, must follow into this design pattern. And that was, I think, the mistake that I, <laughs> that I uh, ran into, right? Because like, hey, if it doesn't, my problem, I try to fit anything into this design pattern and and I end up with an over-engineered not just over-engineered just ugly design right yeah it looks beautiful for from a developer perspective but try to maintain it right you'll end up with this uh what we call um in design pattern or object-oriented goals class explosion you'll end up with so many classes when you implement things that doesn't make any sense right because you try to essentially make concepts into classes which they are not even supposed to be a class but you just build a class so you can shove it or another popular reason is like i want to reuse code let's start using re reusing code so you build this base class or some people call it abstract class and you start just reusing code and then you start inheriting these classes 
from this parent. But if you look at it, these are not really a true inheritance inheritance hierarchy. It's just made up thing just to share code. And boy, man, this when you try to get into this situation as a developer, so I've been a developer, right? And I've been into that and I've done that and I regret it. Because the moment you start sharing code, yeah, sharing code is always good. Reusability is always good. But it can be painful because sometimes, especially if you share the wrong things, right? And and I have no idea what the wrong and right thing. I don't have answers for this, guys. So don't expect me to. If you give me a piece of code and try to... Uh, refactor it i'm not gonna give you an answer i need to know the context and i might get it wrong so i don't have an answer there so yeah sharing code and reusable and when to reuse and when to reshare is a very difficult problem and and even expert engineers run into or developers run into this problem today because yeah it's it's a hard problem you don't know you try to do this and then Three months later, the business asks you for a new requirement, and you end up with this, oh, sheesh, I shouldn't put that code there, because the moment I put it there, now I need to change. You keep changing the, the fact, the shared code, and as a result, all these other code starts to break, because that moment you share, you update the shared code, all of that stuff, right? Not to mention, you end up with so many classes, and it becomes so hard, right? And that's my beef with some... Uh, software out there like uh, RabbitMQ, right? Where uh, they have so many abstractions. And it's clearly, it's a bottom-up development. And bottom-up is essentially that the the developers lead the project where they just say, hey, this is the thing. Have to be classes, have to be design pattern, have to be this. Yeah, and they lead the project. Essentially, when you have this, you'll end up with some abstractions that doesn't make any sense. I noticed the same thing with Nginx as well, right? You'll see in the doc very low-level tweaks that only really developers care about. And I might be wrong. Again, let's have a discussion, guys. Call me out if you don't don't agree with any of the things I'm saying because I just, this is a conversation, right? None of us know everything and we'll just... Let's just grow together and learn, right? So Nginx had this. And, and actually, I like this in Nginx. I know I, I give Nginx some shit, but I, I like Nginx. When I started diving deep into these timeouts and stuff like that, it's like, oh my God, look at Nginx, badass, right? Yeah, they give you very low-level timeout configuration. And you can see a developer who's building and, and architecting that stuff, they put that in as a configurable option, right? And that's, yeah, you'll end up with an over-engineering system. Maybe it's, no, it's not going to ever be used, but the docs suffer as a result. Anyway, so that's that's essentially the coding. And uh, I want you guys to share your experience. What do you think from a coding perspective? When did you think you over-engineered a system and you end up with these abstractions and, and, and that doesn't make any sense or, or, or more abstraction or more class explosions just because of that. And I know most kids these days code in JavaScript and Python and not really object-oriented languages, but people make them object-oriented. But what is your experience, guys? What are you, Do you think you over-engineer code? Or maybe you never do that. So let's jump into another other topic where over-engineering in the system design and our backend and i've made my share of mistakes there as well and uh, i'm not going to share them because that's 
private project enterprises, right? But essentially, what the idea here is, it comes back to microservices. Yeah, microservices are now popular, maybe four or five years ago started to be popular, but even in the early, mid-2012, 2011, the idea of service bus became uh, popular. And as a result, you started, you had the idea, it's like, okay, you're building an enterprise, you're building these systems, let's have these systems talk to each other, right? And the moment you have that, you as a developer or as an architect, you start unnaturally break stuff into different systems, into different components, just for the sake of breaking them logically. There is no reason behind it. There is no uh, really uh, uh, logic behind it. You just want to build a microservices or, or a service bus, right? Same thing with the microservices. What is happening in the in the engineering community is just mind-boggling. The amount of ads I get for Kubernetes and Docker and microservices courses and books is staggering. I was like, what is going on with everybody? Why is everybody jumping into this thing? Right? Let's keep our solutions simple. Not everybody needs microservices, right? It's a very... Again, it depends. Don't, don't misquote me, but microservices have their use cases. But if you start start building microservices from day one and you have, I don't know, a, a, a car parking lot uh, software, you want to build a website, it's like, why? Why do you need to manage a Kubernetes cluster or a Mesos cluster or, or even a Docker swarm? Why do you need Docker? Why do you need containers for God's sake? You can build the whole thing as just into a few VMs. Just spin up a few VMs and yeah. How many customers are you going to have anyway, right? Sometimes you just make the solution simple. It just, it makes your stuff elegant. Again, let's have a discussion. Argue with me. Call me out if you don't agree with that stuff. Yeah, let's have a discussion. Obviously, yeah. But yeah, I would contradict myself and say, yeah, if I can find a company, a cloud solution that hosts my Kubernetes cluster for me, and then these are my application, and then just magically scales. I don't know if something like that exists. I might be wrong. Just automatically scales without me interfering into the management itself, without paying the big buck. That's an attractive solution, right? But having you as a designer design the system, you still have to design system. You cannot just throw your code at that, Right, so if you start designing it, you will, because your mentality is, oh, this is Kubernetes, this is a container orchestrator, so I need to break stuff into small, 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 small. So you start building stuff into small, small, just like what we do with object-oriented. You start having more and more and more and more classes. You start doing this fine, uh, what is it called? the fine model where everything is broken into small classes. So you'll end up with this class of explosions or the object model just 
is unreadable becomes unreadable right because you have this like so people come up with the course model where where course as c-o-a-r-c-e right so like bigger bigger classes right they are re- easier to read and when you go look at the code it's easier right same thing with the architecture of the microservice some people have like 100 microservices yeah nothing's wrong if you have the uh, the lift money the google money knock yourself out do it do you have the google resources and yahoo's resources i don't know if yahoo's do any of stuff with the microservice i keep saying Yahoo. i don't know why i keep giving yahoo's example <laughs> i don't know why yeah, you can tell I used Yahoo before Google existed. I'm old. I'm not that old. I'm 37. But, yeah, guys, so I don't know. Over-engineering is a real problem today, and I think it still exists. I don't know if you get the, these Instagram ads, the story ads, like, hey, learn Kubernetes in seven days. Oh, fuck off. Learn seven, so Kubernetes in seven days. Jeez. Really? Okay, seven days, man. That's going to be a, a great course, seven days, and I'm going to become an expert in Kubernetes. All right, yeah, it's just like these ads, it's like it's building the hype. And and it's I, I'm afraid that we're all jumping into this pit, and, and we're going to go regret it. And this is going to be called something bubble, just like the Bitcoin bubble, just like the dot-com bubble, just like the economic bubble. This is going to be, I don't know, what the heck is bubble, right? And yeah, just, just take a, my, uh, Kubernetes, for example. The moment you start breaking microservices, in, uh, stuff into microservices, you don't end there. You're going to manage those stuff, right? These th- things need to talk to each other. So what do we need? Let's add another stuff on top of each other. So to allow our services to talk to each other, right? Dragon Ball Z, right? How do they talk to each other? HTTP? Yeah, okay, HTTP, and then, yeah, oh, no, HTTP 1 sucks. Oh, we need multiplexing. Let's use HTTP 2. Whoa, what library, what language are you using? I use C Sharp. No, I use Python. I don't have HTTP client library. Let's use gRPC. Let's use, okay, no, no, guys. Comes in and says, no, stop it, guys. Don't do this. There's another stuff you can add. It's called a service mesh. Let's add a proxy here in front of your service. Wait a minute, I... I'm I'm already have a complex system. You want me to add another? Yeah, yeah. Just add. No, don't worry about it. Just add another proxy here. Just add another proxy here. All good. Yeah, and then this proxy will act as a proxy because you can configure it in your proxy settings, and and the other will be a reverse proxy. And and we're gonna do the protocol upgrade. We're gonna do the controls. We're gonna do the debugging and tracing. So like, wait a second. I cannot debug microservices. Why, is this news for you? Of course you can't. You broke the damn thing up. You don't have a one application anymore. It's not one beautiful monolith. Again, guys, I don't diss microservices and or diss monolith. I just state the facts as of my experience. You can have your own opinion, obviously. But yeah, it's just like debugging is harder. Everything is harder. Why do we over-engineer things? Why? Why? Seriously, why? And databases. You tell a DBA to bring their database to Kubernetes, they're going to laugh at you, right? I don't know if that... And people are trying to find solutions. We're spending resources to solve a problem that nobody asked to solve. 
who saw who asked to solve a problem of storage in kubernetes nobody did we we brought this to ourselves we had a beautiful vertical vms and and everything has the databases and yeah we have and and and, and that's it's a mesh architecture and everything is talking to this database but with the idea of oh i want to scale everything i want to and any second i want to just treat the database as just another application it is a great research i don't know if we're ready for it and maybe people are making great advancement in that i don't know if we're ever gonna get there in a in a in a in a flourished environment and and everything's gonna be fine maybe i'm gonna make another video and say guys i was wrong i'm sorry yeah i was wrong definitely and microsoft the, the choice to move everything to a smaller microservices was a good design and good decision and I'm, if that day came I, I will gladly make that video and i will admit i will admit my mistakes 100 percent. but yeah i'm not sure i'm just not sure what do you guys think i would like to see your opinion yeah i i know a lot of you guys who are subscribed to this channel are are kubernetes experts and are using this technology so i'm not dissing this technology at all i'm just questioning it right i'm just questioning it so let's just have a discussion maybe you're gonna say no everything's gonna be this is the future right just like we in the old days that's like i'm, I'm just trying to convince myself right just in the old days the physical machines was the dominance and people made fun of vms i still remember those days the mid 2000 yeah i still remember those days people made fun of vms they didn't want to move to vms but vms flourished and maybe the same thing will happen to microservices maybe we're just too early right maybe the solution will be regardless guys right microservice is not a bad technology it's not um this is not what i'm saying i'm saying if we are designing a system, let's make sure not to break those microservices into two smaller of our services, just like the mistakes we do with coding, right? Let's just break things up into, into manageable things that we can actually manage and contain and, and actually make a beautiful design that is not over-engineered. Let's not solve problems that don't have to be solved. All right, guys, that's it for me. What do you guys think about the over-engineering uh, aspects of everything that we have? Have you built a, an over-engineering code? Have you wrote an over-engineering code? Have you built an over-engineering system? Let us know in the comment section below. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome.